We want them to feel like on day one, they're so valuable that they're already contributing. And we want to express gratitude for whatever that contribution is. Hey leader, David Burkus here, organizational psychologist and author of four best-selling books on helping leaders and teams do their best work ever. And in this episode, we're gonna talk about how to welcome a new employee to the team. Onboarding employees is an overlooked but incredibly crucial part of making sure you've got a team that can do its best work ever. It's an overlooked but really crucial part of making sure you've got an employee in the organization that can do his or her best work ever. Research from people like Keith Rolag at Babson College show that how you onboard an employee, how you welcome a new member to the team has a dramatic effect on their productivity, uh, on their tenure, on how long they last in the organization, uh, and a number of other factors like engagement and other things that keep them successful. But it's also incredibly overlooked. There's a lot of legal paperwork we need to do. There's a lot of things that we need to check the box on to make sure that they're now a new employee, they understand policies and procedures and all that sort of stuff. And we can lose that sense of onboarding as a connection ritual, as something that brings them to really feel like they're a part of the team. And my first job out of college, when I graduated, got that first real world job, it was a remote job. And I remember I got hired and I called my boss, the only person I knew in the organization, because he had interviewed me multiple times. I called him and I found out that he and basically everyone else in the company were at a company all hands meeting that I was not invited to because, oh, we didn't no, you were in the system. You weren't in the system until today. So my boss gave me a very specific assignment on that very first day because there was no one available to onboard me. He gave me a FedEx tracking number and told me that at some point today, my laptop should come and then I would be able to turn that on and have my emails and that would tell me what else to do. And then he'd circle back with me at the end of the week when he got back from the conference. That wasn't just my first day. That was my first three days of working at that organization. Not exactly the most successful onboarding process. So in, in this video, we're gonna share four simple things you can do, whether you're in a position of power to make changes in the organization, or whether or not you're just a team member or a team leader with no power, but you can still do things that help new members of your team feel welcomed. Let's get started. So the first way to welcome a new employee to the team is to start before the start date start before the start date. In other words, sometime between when they've accepted the offer and their real first day, you wanna make sure you're reaching back out to them. Even better, have members of the team reach out to them and talk about how excited you are that you'll be joining the team. Maybe if you wanna give them a couple, uh, I don't wanna call them hype videos, but a couple videos or pre-work assignments that are much more about the company and the team than they are about the specific tasks. We want this person excited to be a part of the team on day one, and we also wanna make sure that they're connected to multiple members of the team on day one. Starting before the start date and making sure you've got people that are reaching out and welcoming them does, does two things. First, it makes sure they feel welcomed. They make sure they know people on the team, beyond just their boss, and make sure they know people on the team on their very first day. That it doesn't feel like that awkward first day at a new high school moment where you know no one, right, and the teacher mispronounces your name. That it feels like, you know, your first day back after a long summer break and you're reconnecting with people that you got to know during the interview process and got to know a little bit before the actual start date. The other thing that starting before the start date does is it sends the message that that person is so important that you couldn't wait. Right? That person is so important and we're considering that person such a valuable member of the team that, that we couldn't wait until they started. Now obviously in a couple situations there, there may be legal reasons why you can't reach out to them, et cetera, and I understand those. But if there's not, 
you have their contact information, you have the ability to get a hold of them because you've been contacting them during the interview and the onboarding process. So reach out to them and get started connecting with them before their actual start date. The next step to welcoming a new employee to the team is to expose them to culture. Expose them to more than just the documentation and the mandatory trainings that legal and HR are saying they have to be a part of. Expose them to little things that will get them feel connected to the culture. This could be by pairing them up with um, specific people to walk them through uh, traditional office rituals. This could be by building a new ritual, like having everyone greet them at the door, shake hands with them and make them excited as they walk in their first day, or, or virtually do that if you're still in a remote or a virtual environment. Um, this could also mean helping them understand all the acronyms and the jargon, giving them a cheat sheet, if you will, having a specific member of the team deliver a glossary of cultural terms, of things that are unique to our organization. Not just the traditional acronyms, but maybe phrases, maybe callbacks, maybe historical moments that people reference uh, in the company history that are important that they would need to be a part of and need to know about in order to feel a part of the organization. That's really why we want to expose them to culture. Every organization has rituals, it has artifacts, it has jargon, it has little insider bits of information. And this person really won't feel like an insider until you let them in on those things. So if that's the way you expose them to culture, great. If you've got a cultural ritual or write a passage you can develop, even better. But we wanna make sure that from day one they are beginning to be a part of the in-group in group in terms of our entire organization, and they're no longer feeling like they're part of the out group of a prospective new hire or somebody just feeling awkward because they don't really feel acculturated to the culture. Is acculturated even a word? If not, you know what I meant, it's a pretty good one. The next thing to do to welcome a new employee to the team is to create opportunities that find uncommon commonalities. In other words, things that this new hire, things that the new person has in common with specific members of the team that maybe aren't representative of the whole team, that aren't representative of the whole culture. We covered the importance of getting them connected to culture before. Now, it's about getting them connected to specific people. Creating opportunities for unstructured conversations, for non-work conversations, for get-to-know-you opportunities that help people find those things they have in common, shared hobbies, shared backgrounds, things that are gonna make them feel a personal connection to two or three members of the team. It's okay if they don't feel a connection to everyone on the team. In fact, it's more important that we get them deeper connected, even on that first day, to two or three members of the team that they have the most things in common with. Those people will not only act as guides and mentors for them, but that will become the beginnings of friendships and the beginnings of bonds, the beginnings of trusting in the team because they have a true relationship built on those uniquenesses, built on those uncommon commonalities. We wanna find them on day one, either by those unstructured conversations, et cetera, or by a structured get to know you process. I know, icebreakers seem kind of corny, they seem sort of weird, playing commonality bingo or stuff like that can seem weird and contrived but it actually works. It helps people find little things that they have in common with other members of the team and that begin the process of building a friendship and a positive relationship with members of the team. So create those opportunities on day one to find uncommon commonalities. And the last way to welcome a new employee to the team is to add a small win. Think about what your team is working on, think about the way that they like to work, and then think about what little contributions can that new hire make on day one. This is gonna look differently for every single team, but what we want is a small win, a small victory, a, a way that that person leaves the workday or shuts down their laptop if they're working remotely. The way that person exits that first day on the job feeling like, yeah, I really am valuable. I said this in a meeting. 
and they welcomed it and they thanked me for it and it was a positive contribution where I actually had to deliver this assignment. I had to do something more than attend new employee training or read through the manual and take a quiz, etc. I had to do real work on day one. That may sound counterintuitive, real work on day one, but what we know from myriads of research is that progress and the accumulation of small wins has a massive effect on how well somebody feels motivated. We want to know that we're making a contribution. So help them make a contribution on day one and you will help welcome them to the team. Now this isn't an exhaustive list. This is just the four things we wanna be doing before the start day and on the start day. And it's worth saying that onboarding is an ongoing process. It does take time to get somebody feeling like they're fully on the in-group. It takes time to build friendships, even though uncommon commonalities are the start of that. It takes time to rack up the small wins that really help demonstrate progress. So it'll take time before that new member of the team feels just like a regular member of the team. But if you follow these steps on day one, you're off to a great start. And if you keep them going, if you keep racking up those small wins, keep exposing them to culture, and keep creating opportunities for friendships, you're gonna make sure that you have not a new member of the team, a, a contributing member of the team, a long tenured member of the team, and a team that helps that new member and everyone else do their best work ever. Hey, thanks so much for listening to this episode. If you liked it, make sure you subscribe to the podcast. And while you're there, leave a rating and review because it helps share these messages with many, many more people. And if you really liked it and you wanna go deeper, then check out the amazing resources we have for you at davidberkuscom slash resources. Guaranteed there's something in there that'll help you or your team do your best work ever.